How can you ensure that new employees don't gossip? Imagine this. You have a completely gossip-free environment. A positive culture, great team communication, and then a new employee comes along and basically ruins it. Within weeks of them starting in your department or organization, you notice a drastic decline in team morale. There's misunderstanding upon misunderstanding upon misunderstanding. You decide to ignore it because they must still be fitting in and you had such a great interview with them and with this new employee. You feel that just you just want to give them a chance. What would you do? Let's discuss. As Christian women in leadership, we often find ourselves struggling with the balance between implementing faith-based leadership principles and the worldly perspectives of our colleagues and team members. You once felt passionate about leadership, but have often come up against people with fixed mindsets who are unwilling to change. You feel like giving up and stepping out of your leadership role because is it really worth it? Friend, you're in the right place. Here we're not only going to talk about the challenges, we're going to tackle them head on with a faith-based approach that's both practical and empowering. So, if you're ready to transform your leadership journey, to set boundaries that make a real impact, and to create a workplace culture where both you and your team can thrive, then join me in uncovering the strategies, wisdom, and godly guidance that will lead you to success. I'm Rekha Whelan, and welcome to the Woman of Faith in Leadership podcast. Together, we're going to navigate leadership with faith as our foundation. Let's get started. Grab your coffee or water, keep that notebook and pen handy, and let's jumpstart your leadership. According to the Tuckman model, go and listen to episode 13 for more information here, all teams will go through a storming phase when a new employee comes along as they learn to work together. However, when does this become concerning? Okay, let's be real. When it comes to gossip and negative attitudes and those negative attitudes spreading to your current employees, you should always take it seriously and ensure that you speak to your team no matter how short or how long they've been there, no matter what they're working through in their personal lives, Gossip and negative attitude should not be taken lightly. It can cause a lot of damage in a very short amount of time and you'll have to spend a significant amount of time repairing the damage. So how can you ensure that it doesn't happen? Well, the answer is that you gossip proof your onboarding process. So I'm going to take you through eight ways, which are basically eight steps that you can follow to ensure that you gossip proof your onboarding process and to ensure that no matter when employees come into your organization, into your company, or how long they've worked in other environments, doesn't really matter their background, doesn't matter about anything, they will not gossip when they come into your organization. Okay, number one, ensure you talk about your no gossip policies and expectations in all interviews, whether there's a first or a second or even a third interview. Stress the importance of having a no-gossip environment and the positivity surrounding not having gossip and the way people are feeling at the moment about that. 
Get them excited about coming to work in a thriving workplace culture where everyone is valued and has a say, are recognized for their efforts and communicate well and respectfully with each other. Whenever I've done this in the past, people get really excited because they're not used to working in a positive working environment. People kind of have just accepted that it's the norm, people gossip, and that's just the way it is. Okay, I promise you, it does not have to be that way. Two, have it in their onboarding documentation. For example, contracts, code of conduct, or any documentation that they have to sign and agree to. And also, don't hide it. Make it known and clear. So when it's in a code of conduct, don't hide the wording somewhere where if only if they read word for words, which they should be doing, they will pick it up. And then they'll question it. No, make it bold, make it clear, so that they know that this is an expectation. Three, during their initial training or orientation program, either talk about it personally with them and with Ernest, or have a training video available for them. So in some way, shape, or form, you should be talking to them about that, whether that be in a training video or then in person. I would highly recommend in person. They'll take it more seriously. But I understand that you won't always have the time to speak to them personally about that. Number four, have them sign a no-gossip pledge after attending that training or speaking with you about it. Put the expectation down even before they start working with other employees. They should not be working on the floor. They should not be working in the office. They should not be working anywhere close to employees unless they've signed the no gossip pledge and pledged. And obviously they've signed their contracts and other documentation too, but the no gossip pledge is on top of that. They've pledged to not gossip. Okay. Number five, give them open channels of communication to communicate with you if everything that they've learned or anything that they've learned in their initial training or onboarding process does not happen or are outdated. For example, if someone gossips with them, there should be an open communication channel for them to let you know, without them feeling like a whistleblower, that the gossip policy is not being upheld because people are in fact gossiping. Another way that you can do this is by sending out an onboarding survey shortly after they've done the onboarding, but not a day or two after. They actually need, it, need some time to go and work in your offices or wherever that might be so that the feedback that they give is true and real. So I would suggest anything between six to eight weeks after they've commenced at your organization. Number six, meet them, meet with them three and six weeks and three and six months after their start date. In every meeting, ask them for feedback on the onboarding process, how things are going now with them, and if the training that was provided to them, if it was sufficient to help them feel equipped to do their job well, and if they're actually able to do their job well now, or if they wished that there was something to the training that was added. Seven. Use this information to make changes to your onboarding process. It doesn't help that they just tell you, but you don't make those changes, right? Number eight, accountability. Keep them accountable, but also keep everyone else accounts accountable because constant accountability is a key to your success. So I've given you eight ideas 
on how you can gossip proof your onboarding process. They really should all be implemented. You can't just decide to implement one and eight or two and three and then nothing else. I would highly recommend that you implement them step by step. And is it too late to start? No, it's not. I mean, if you've got a really bad gossip environment at the moment where people gossip, then they'll be very confused if you tell them that there's a no gossip policy and that people don't gossip. It's an amazing work environment. Before you can actually then even implement what I've just told you, you're going to have to get rid of the workplace gossip first. So go and listen to the podcast episodes that I have already uploaded on this podcast to help you to get rid of workplace gossip. However, a very a much quicker solution is to work with me. So you can jump on womenoffaithinleadership.com and there will be a contact me form there for you. Alternatively, email me and that is support at rickawhelan.com. Rickawhelan is R-I-K-A-W-H-E-L-A-N and that's .com. Email me and we can work together. I can give you all the tips and the strategies and the step-by-step guide of getting rid of the workplace gossip because there's no use in gossip-proofing your onboarding process, but everyone else in your organization or in your department is still gossiping. So the first step is to get rid of the workplace gossip and then as part of the process of creating this amazing and thriving and positive workplace culture is also to gossip-proof your onboarding process. This is Part of the program as well that I teach from gossip to growth, where I teach people how to create those environments that they want and that they and that they crave so badly because leaders do crave these positive work environments, but they don't have the tools. They're not equipped to know how to implement and how to create that change that's required. Okay, so some of the examples that I mentioned are easy fixes, but some will take a little bit longer. For example, number six where I mentioned meeting up with them three and six weeks and three and six months after. But some of these steps you can start implementing immediately, actually. And in the previous one of my previous episodes, I mentioned that if you really, truly want to get rid of workplace gossip, you're going to have to reset your expectations You're going to have to talk to your team about what's currently going on and then resetting the expectations and just starting again. It it seems, you know, it seems unfathomable that an organization that's already been in the game for 100 years or 30 years would reset their expectations. But believe me, it's done. Values also, organizations also revisit their values because they have to make sure that it's still true. So that was a a, a very tactical and strategic episode for you. Now, in the next episode, I'll be taking you through further information about workplace gossip and some more steps that you can implement at work. So if you have any feedback for me, I love feedback. I'm absolutely in love with feedback. Feedback is the greatest thing. So please go to the community on Facebook where I post polls and I ask daily prompts there and a wonderful opportunity for you also to share with me what topics you want me to talk about on this podcast. Okay, so the community is Women of Faith in Leadership community on Facebook. 
Alternatively, you can go to womenoffaithinleadership.com and just scroll down. It's a one-page website. You can scroll down where it says join the community. Click on that and it'll take you straight through to the Facebook page or the Facebook group, the private Facebook group. Okay, well, I hope you enjoyed the rest of your day. hope you enjoyed the rest of your week. And I will chat with you again next week. Bye. Thanks so much for listening. If this podcast blessed you in some way, the number one way you can thank me is by leaving a review. Your feedback means the world to me and lights me up every single time when I read it. And it makes me want to keep going. So please leave a review and your review will also help other Christian women in leadership find the answers they are looking for. So whether you're on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, scroll down to the review section and leave that review. Then head over to womenoffaithinleadership.com and join our free Facebook community. And I look forward to engaging with you there.